Good afternoon, everyone. It's Pastor Julia, and welcome to my podcast today. I hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I sure know I did. I love weekends. I love having a day or two just to do something a little different, either spending time with family or spending time with close friends. And of course, spending time with Jesus. Amen. All of those things are extremely important in our life, aren't they? Um, Today, I want to talk to you about how we forgive someone that isn't even sorry. In every single one of us, whether it has already happened or Um, is happening now, or maybe it's never happened, (laughs) embrace yourself. You will get the opportunity to be able to forgive someone who isn't even sorry or who doesn't even acknowledge that they've done everything wrong or anything wrong. Amen. If you live on this planet and you know people, you will have the opportunity (laughs) to walk in forgiveness or unforgiveness. The choice is really up to you and how you want it to affect you and your overall walk with Christ and your overall health. Amen. So I wrote down some points and I shared them last week with a couple of women and I just felt like this is something that needs to really be talked about and addressed and shared with all of you. So I hope that this will help anybody who is struggling in this or for in the future when you will encounter this, because I promise you, you will encounter this, unfortunately. Um, A lot of people struggle with giving that gift of forgiveness because they feel like it's a sign of weakness. If I forgive them, then it lets them think that what they did wasn't really that big of a deal or that I am okay with what they did and they could do that to me again or they could do it to somebody else because it's not really that big of a deal. Um, But when we give forgiveness, we think, well, I am giving them truly a gift because they really don't deserve my forgiveness. They never apologized to me or they never even mentioned to anyone that they felt bad about what they did to me. They just act like they did nothing wrong and they go about their day (laughs) and act like, I am the one who made the mistake. I did something wrong. And in all actuality, we know that not to be the case. So we we get this, I don't know, we get this resentment building up inside. And we talk ourselves out of giving that forgiveness. But that is not what the Word of God tells us to do, is it? Forgive, what is forgiveness actually? What do you view as forgiveness? Really, to me, it is a healing gift that we give to ourselves. If And if we walk in that forgiveness, we are a witness to those around us who don't know Christ. 
who aren't saved or maybe who were wounded or hurt in the past and walked away from God or walked away from the church because they feel like it's one of the biggest ploys of the enemy that they've been separated. And when they're going through that hurt, the enemy will make them feel like they're the only ones. They are all alone, that this never happened to anyone else in the house of God or from a close friend. So giving forgiveness truly is a gift to yourself. Forgiveness releases us from demands of a better past. We cannot go to the past. However, we can steer our present situation. An example of unforgiveness would be maybe seeking revenge of any kind on a person who offended us. It would be like if a venomous snake bit you and you were filling up with poison, the venom that could kill you, you spent your day trying to find that very snake so that you could kill it, you could attack it, you could avenge it. In the meantime, your body is filled with dangerous poison and toxins that will put you in the hospital or be the death of you. It makes no sense, does it? It makes no sense to let somebody get into our life to offend or hurt us, to not offer forgiveness to them, to walk around full of unforgiveness, full of that venom inside, full of those toxins and poisons which truly do affect us physically and mentally. The other option would be if that snake bit you, you seek medical treatment right away. You go to where you receive your healing so that you walk in complete health. Amen. It's the same way. That is the point that Jesus is trying to get across to us. If somebody hurts us, if someone offends us, if somebody did something to us and they don't even acknowledge that they did that to us, if someone wounded or hurt us and we just walked around with that venom, it would do no good for either one of us. But if we went to the healer, which is Jesus, if we just took it to Jesus and laid it at his feet and asked him to give us his heart so that we could look at that person the way that Jesus looks at that person, so that we could, without a shadow of a doubt, offer forgiveness, genuine forgiveness, not forgiveness of, yes, I accept your apology, or I don't accept your apology because you've never given it, but I'm extending forgiveness to you because I know that's the right thing to do. I know that's what the word of God says to do and to walk into that with integrity, not to say I'm offering forgiveness to you. And then when that person leaves the room, hooking up with some of your girlfriends and talking about what you did and how they didn't deserve that forgiveness, but you were the bigger woman and you did the right thing. You've literally just retracted that blessing and blotted out that forgiveness. Amen. We don't want to do that either. We might think about trying to, I don't know, 
um, say, well, you know, I gave them forgiveness. They did me wrong. I am such a good person. And, you know, they really didn't deserve it. But just because I know it's the right thing to do, I'm going to do it. And it's just word service. And it's not coming from your heart. Your father sees that. And again, that blots out your blessing. That takes away from the very nature of what he's trying to have you do. Amen. So we also, when we get offended or when we get hurt, we over-personalize it. We take it so personally and sometimes, not always, sometimes when someone hurts us or offends us, they did not intentionally mean to do that. Or maybe they misspoke. Sometimes that is truly the case but we overpersonalize it and we take it in and we chew that thing up and then we walk around bitter or perhaps we pass the blame on someone else how many of you have ever passed the blame on someone else knowing that you were at fault someone else was at fault as well but rather than admitting that you had any part of it, you just passed the blame on the other person and you thought you came out smelling like a rose. But all in all, God knows. God knows the intention of our heart, doesn't he? Or sometimes when we're not wanting to forgive someone, we will recreate the story and retell the victim's story so that we can get others to sympathize with the way that we are feeling. Whether our feeling is justified or not, it's an emotion, an emotion that will fleet. It will go away. Those emotions will not stay forever. But the words that you release... The words that I release, they stay forever and we cannot retract them. <laughs> and most of us, when somebody says something that hurts us, we hear that loud and clear in our brains for our entire lives if we are not careful, if we really do not release forgiveness. You know, Jesus went to the cross. He suffered. I, he suffered more than any person ever suffered ever in our lifetime and in the lifetimes of centuries and centuries and centuries ago. He took on our sin, which means even our unforgiveness, even our fake forgiveness. He took all of that and went to the cross. He could have easily come down off that cross. He could have easily asked his father, just avoid this mission. I'm not going to do it. He forgave us. He forgave us when we were totally unforgivable. He forgave us even when we weren't sorry. So he knows how that feels. He's not telling us to do that because it sounds so Christian like Jesus 
walked that thing out, and Jesus laid his life down on the cross for it because he knows how important it is to forgive and to not walk around with unforgiveness in our hearts. And there are several verses that you, I would like on your time to look up. Leviticus 19 verse 8, Matthew 6, 14 through 15, Luke 6 verse 37, and Romans 12 verses 18 through 21. They're all verses that corroborate what we are talking about. We have to listen to the instruction of our Father. He knows how to give us our healing. He knows how to give us peace. He knows how to restore the joy that the enemy tries to take away by putting a wrench into things, if you will, stirring up strife, putting false thoughts in our minds, feelings of rejection, feelings of inferiority, feelings of I am not good enough, feelings of I am not smart enough, feelings of who would want to hang out with me, feelings of where is my place in society and all isolation, feelings of just not being who God created us to be. They're all lies. It's all lies of the enemy. And and walking in forgiveness is a huge step to take to propel you forward in your walk with God and to walk into abundant life in a successful life. We cannot I tell my children and my grandchildren every opportunity that I get, we cannot trust our emotion. Don't ever make an important decision when you are emotional or you are upset. You cannot trust those emotions. They're just feelings. Feelings come and go. They can change drastically overnight or even within an hour. You cannot trust that. You cannot trust unforgiveness. Unforgiveness are feelings and emotions that are not stable and they're not sound and they should not be the steering wheel in our car. We should not follow after those things. They will get us in trouble every single time. We need to, however, trust in the word of God. I spoke to a lady yesterday and she just wanted to know why I thought the word of God was so important And I told her that to me, the word of God is the representation of him and that is physically him standing there and fighting battles for me. He gives me everything that I need. All I have to do is speak his word into the atmosphere, have faith that what he says is real and true, stand in agreement The word of God says, wherever two or three are gathered in his name and we we agree upon something, it shall be done. Maybe there's only you 
in a room, but you and Jesus makes two. So you can stand in agreement with Jesus himself and claim whatever it is you are reading from the word of God. Amen. So I really think that this is crucial information. And in today's world where there is so much anger and so much division right now, to seek God on how to walk around not feeling offended or angry, but to walk around with a heart of compassion and forgiveness is so relevant. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you and look forward to talking to you again next Monday. God bless you.